0: You're listening to a podcast from Victory. The Bible is necessary for knowing the gospel, for maintaining spiritual life, and for knowing God's will. Discover more about this truth in week two of our series, Word View. Can I ask everyone to please open their Bibles as we go and read the main verse, which is found in Psalms chapter 19, verse 7. And 8, very short verse, and then we'll pray. Verse 7, it says, it says, The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. In verse 8, The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandments of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. Join me in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you as you anoint the preaching of your word. Thank you, Lord God, that you're going to speak to each and every one of us. You're going to clarify things, Lord, as we talk about your word, as we talk about its bare minimum, as we talk about it as a must-have. Lord, we will get this, Lord God. We will understand your word today. Lord, not only anoint the preaching of your word, but speak to each and every individual here today as well. We declare this to be true in the name of Jesus, and everybody say, Amen. So where do we begin? We begin in the book of beginnings, Genesis. What does it say in the book of beginnings? In Genesis, we see that God speaks to his people. Ten times in the first chapter, God said. God revealed himself through words. And that's why we have the Bible. That's why the scripture is very important. That's why we read it. Why? Because this is the word of God in our lives. The question is why? Why do we have the Bible? It's for Jesus or for God to communicate to each and every one of us because He wants to build a relationship with each and every one of us. That's the reason why we have Scripture. He desires to speak to each and every one of us. So maybe the question that we need to ask today is why is it necessary for God to speak to each and every one of us today? Why is it a bare minimum that God speaks to us? What are the reasons? Why? Does he want to speak to us on a regular basis? Let's start with the first one. First point. The Psalm of David says it revives the soul. It's reviving the soul. When we talk about reviving or revive, what's the first picture that comes to your mind? Because for me, it's this. What is this? A defibrillator. Say it with me. Defibrillator. In the refrigerator. Okay, what's this for? It's for charging your new cell phone. No, a defibrillator is something that is made to put so much current in it, 3,000 volts in 0.001 seconds. It charges that fast. Why? Because it's gonna revive a dead heart. Pag di na kaya ng CPR, this is what the doctors use, correct? And when we watch it, when we see it, the doctors would always start it by shouting, CLEAR! Why? Because there's so much power in the gadget That we need to be clear away from it That's why all of them, they raise their hands There's so much power in the device That when you touch the patient And, you, and the doctor shocks it You also get shocked There's so much power in the device That when you do it so many times You're gonna fry the patient it revives someone. And this is a picture also of the Word of God, believe it or not. So much power. It revives a dead soul. It revives a flat line. It revives someone who is dead already. And this is the Psalm of David when he was saying that it revives a soul. So what, it is, what is it to revive a soul? You know, the Apostle Paul said, that's why it's very important that we preach the Word. Why? Because there's so much power in it. In Romans chapter 10, it says here, For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And in verse 17, So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of God. Of Christ. The word of God. We hear it. How do we hear it? When we read it, we begin to hear it in our minds. And when we read it aloud, it becomes alive in our lives. The power of the word of God. It revives the soul. So what does that mean? It means the word of God leads us to the gospel. The word of God leads us to the gospel because God is a God of truth. And because of that, because He is a God of truth, He wants us to know the real definition of the gospel because the world would tell us there are a lot of definitions of the gospel. But it's only through the word of God that we learn it. And I want to share with you a true story, very recent. One of our victory group leaders. Story started in 2013, got saved, accepted Jesus as his Lord and Savior And one of the verses that he held on to was Acts 16, 23, which says, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. Why? Because he wanted his family to be saved. It was him who responded to the gospel. What did he want? I want that for my family. 2013 went by, still declared that the gospel would be preached to his parents. But nothing happened. 2014 happened. But still nobody has declared a word for his parents. He still believed. Early 20 or late 2017, he was telling me when I was talking to him, Sabi niya, the urgency to preach the gospel or for someone to preach the gospel to my mom has been more alive to my mom and dad. Why? Sabi niya, bro, I've been discipling young men, I've been leading them to Christ, I've been preaching the gospel to them, I've been doing victory groups, I've been faithful with that. I see their lives fruitful. But I also want that for my parents. This was his dilemma, and this was his faith goal. So I mean, Lord, do a work in my mom and dad. Lord, send someone to preach the gospel to my parents. But you know, one day, 2018, fast forward, prayer and fasting day four. After the prayer and fasting, he went home, just like any other day. He saw his mom, saw the look on her face, that look where it says stress where it says worry, where it says, I don't know what to do, where it says, I'm having a hard time. This was the face of the mom. Instantly, the Holy Spirit prompted to him, the victory group leader, and saying, preach the gospel to your mom. I'm going to give you the courage. I'm going to give you the right words to say. I'm going to lead you as you preach the gospel. Took all his strength, approached the mom, asked him, how are you? Ask her, how she's doing, mom opened up, and instantly the word of God just came alive in his mind. The words that he needed to preach the gospel, the words that he needed to answer all the hesitations of the mom. It was an emotional moment between a son and a mother. It was an emotional moment because at the end of that conversation, yes, they were crying, yes, they were emotional, yes, it was a moment between a mom and a son. But this time, it was a moment because the son was declaring, Lord, thank you that salvation has come upon this house. Salvation has come upon this house. Why? Because I was faithful to what you wanted me to do. There's so much power in the Word of God. But some of you might ask me or might think, you know, bro, I've been a Christian for the longest time. You know, the gospel has been preached to me in, since 2000, 2000, 90s. And I know that I'm past that. It's a one time event in my life. I have accepted Christ and that's it. But you know what? As believers, the gospel we need to preach to ourselves regularly. As soon as we see our lives boundering into pride, we need to remind ourselves of who we were before Christ. What do we do? Preach the gospel to ourselves. As soon as we lose hope, as soon as the stresses in life remind us that we're nothing. Preach the gospel to yourself once again. Why? Because through the gospel, there's always hope. As soon as lies from the enemy would tell you that you can never change who you were before, you can never change. Preach the gospel to yourself. You need it. Because the gospel is the one that transforms us. It's what Christ has done on the cross and makes us live a victorious life. You want to know how to preach the gospel to others, to your loved ones, just like the victory group leader who preached the gospel to the mom? Continue to remind yourself of who you were before Christ. Preach the gospel to yourself regularly. Secondly, what did David say? Psalm of David says, oh, this is what the victory group leader said. Sabi niya, grabe. When the power of God, when the word of God is in you, there's so much power in it. As we continue, the second point or the second reason why it's necessary for us to read the Word of God daily in our lives is this. It's rejoicing the heart. What is a heart that rejoices? What's a picture of a heart that is rejoicing? It's a heart that is nourished. It's a heart that is happy. It's a heart that is glad. It's a heart that is filled. And what fills our hearts? When you're happy, bakit happy yung heart is Because there's something happening. Because there's so much hope. That's the reason why we're happy, right? Because we're excited about something. We're, there's something good that's happening. And this is what the Word of God tells us. This is what the Word of God does in our lives. It makes us nourished. It makes us filled. That's why sabi nga nila no, the Bible is not like the cake. It's not a cake. Why? Because a cake you consume every time there's a special occasion. Birthday, once a month, once a year. But the Bible... In the scripture, it's always compared to what? Bread. Why? Because bread is something that we eat daily. It's our daily sustenance. That's why even Jesus said this in Matthew 4, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Sometimes we don't understand that. Why? Because we're Filipinos. We don't eat bread. What do we eat? Rice. So, so in our context, what do we say? Man shall not live on one cup of rice alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. What God is saying is, you need my word to sustain yourself. Look up here. You know, this is a picture of a healthy, probably a healthy person. Would you agree? Looks healthy. You know, we can have this. We can have a life where we're healthy. We can have a life that we jog we can have a life that is we do juice can have that We can have all that and people would see the change am i right people would see if you look healthy they would say oh you look healthy today you look nourished yung kutis mo iba people see the change when we devote time in making our lives healthier they see the physical but you know we can have that life a healthy life so strong Pwede can magbuhat ng kahit ano. You can do anything physical. But you know, we can have this life, a healthy life, and yet have a dying spiritual life. We can have a decaying spiritual life even though we look physically good. The Word of God is our nourishment in a daily basis. The Word of God nourishes us, gives us life, makes us better in our daily lives. That's why in First Peter it says, New like newborn infants long for pure spiritual milk, that by it you may grow up into salvation." Babies. Among you have babies who only drink milk, palapang solid. Ano mga issue ng babies? Walan. No, sarap di ba? Just milk, sleep, drink milk, sleep, and then poop. That's it. The verse says is we should crave for spiritual milk. Because it nourishes us, you know we live in a world or in a country that the word of God is available to us. Something that we can get, the spiritual milk that we need to nourish our bodies is always available, and that's something to be thankful for. Nakita ng baby na na wala na siyang gatas Yung ma kuling takal na, gatas You know we have the word of God available in our lives. The question is, do we want to live? A nourished life, or do we want to go through life with a spirit that is weak? When we are bombarded by the words of the world, When we are not nourished by the word of God, we look for other nourishments. That's why when we read social media, we instantly receive it, Tamayan. And when the world forms our minds, we get to see a different light. We get to see and live a different light. You know, my prayer for each and every one of you here is that you will be nourished by the Word of God this 2018. Why? Because if you're believing for great things, if you're believing, and I know that you are, that you have faith for greater things for 2018. Are there things that you're believing for? Breakthroughs for 2018? You know, if you're believing for that, you need to be nourished on a daily basis. You have to get to the end of 2018. Because only when we are nourished, that's the only time we get to hear what God wants in our lives. I like the quote by Charles Spurgeon, which says, "The Bible, a Bible that's falling apart, usually belongs to someone who isn't." Question: What does your Bible look like? Is it falling apart, or is your life falling apart? I saw someone just hide his Bible, because, maganda pa yung Bible niya. Let's be nourished by the Word of God. Let's it, let it let it make you healthy spiritually. I'd rather have A Bible that's messy, a Bible that's so marked, a Bible that has words of answered prayers, I'd rather have that than a clean Bible that when I need the Word of God, I don't know where to look for the Word. And my prayer for each and everyone is that you also have this kind of Bible. Thirdly, Psalm of David says, it enlightens our eyes. It's enlightening to the eyes. What does that mean? What does enlighten mean? To enlighten is to be aware, to get insight, to get greater or to receive greater knowledge. When we talk about being enlightened, we see what God wants for our lives. We see His will and what He wants for our lives. You know, when we talk about God's will, ano diba When we talk about God's will, Lord, what is your will in my life? What do we see? It's something that will happen a little bit pa. For example, 2018, we did prayer and fasting. You would say, Lord, what's your will for me in 2018? Lord, what do you want to happen in my life in 2018? But what if you need God's will now? You need God's direction now. What if God is silent for a moment and you need it? You're in a dead-ed situation and you need God's word in your life now. You know, I, I want to share with you a story that is about uh, me and my wife. No? So we were 2015, we were in UP having our Saturday date, having coffee in, um, I think it's in Toyota Center. There's a coffee shop there. We were there. And I vividly remember we were enjoying our conversation as a date. And all of a sudden, I used to, by the way, I used to work for a, a field. I used to work for a multinational company. My boss texted me. And the text was, and I'll read it. This is a what I remember because I deleted it instantly. Sabi niya, tignan mo to si Kutyongko. Gustong-gusto talaga ni boss. Di ko alam. Wala naman tong batang. That's the text I got from my boss. A man who I meet every day, monday to Friday, a man who would coach me how to get to the career I want, he would even tell me, you know, may potential ka. He was a man who was building, I entrusted my career in him. This was my boss. And all of a sudden, he texted me that. And I knew that the text wasn't for me. Correct? Obvious naman eh. I tried to wrap my brain around it. Sabi ko, Lord, what what did I feel? I felt crushed. I felt the life in me was sucked away instantly. I wanted to cry. Nanginginig bosses ko. Nanginginig kamay ko. Nanginginig lahat. Pati yung baso, nanginginig. I told my wife. I showed it to her. Shempre, shock siya. And as a Christian, what did I do? tinawagan ko. Sir, mali ba? hindi ko Christian tayo eh. So hindi ko ginawa It was so hurtful. I felt betrayed. I was working for this guy for a couple of months now. He was new. So I came in the company before him. So when day he came in, he was my boss. I introduced him to everyone. I invested so much time in this guy. And here he was, talking back at me, sending to me the text reversing everything that He has showed me in just one text. What did I do? My prayer was, Lord, kunin mo na siya. <laughs> then, hindi What did I do? I began to, after being very emotional, panicking, don't know what to do, I began to pray. And I remember that the Holy Spirit prompted to me, look for my direction for you. I believe God was telling me to look into the scriptures. Look for it, and I will give you the direction that you're looking for. Say ko, Lord, kailangan ko na to. Saturday. Sunday, worship ako. Monday, magre-resign ba ako? And this was the thoughts that was coming into my mind. Why? Because nothing was logical already. I didn't know. Ako lang ba? Siya lang kaya yon? Baka buong opisina. Baka pati yung janitor ayaw sa akin. Every doubt that came into my mind, was something that was eating me up. And instantly, I began to pray. I began to say, Lord, I don't know what to do. Tell me what your will is in this situation. Tell me what you want me to do. And he brought me to Psalms 46. Title says, The Lord is my, God is our fortress. I go, yes, this is the word. Lord, this is, there's a battle. My hope began to rise up. Lord, May hope na. Sayagode, laban na to. God is my fortress. Lalaban kami, atak namin yun. As I began to read the word, it was encouraging me, verse by verse. God is our refuge and strength, our present help in trouble. Sayagode, ito na. Pupuntan ko balam ba? ko. Kung saan siya Hinatid ko siya. Through its waters and roars and foam, through the mountains tremble at its swelling. Every word I declare, Lord, this is your word, Lord. Eto na yon, we will fight it, Lord God, sa Monday naka armor ako. I was so pumped up. I was so filled with hope. I'm going to live a life of victory and nobody's going to do this to me. And this was my declaration. But in verse 10, it says, Be still and know that I am the Lord. Lord, bakit, hindi ko kaya maging still. Hindi uginito, lalaban tayo, mas marunong ako sa It was a battle in my mind. De, Lord. Okay na ako dun sa first part, di ko na kailangan yung verse 10. But God assured me that the battle was His. It was not my fight. It was not about what I could do. It was, it was not about how I could actually confront Him. It wasn't about that, but it was actually about the Word of God and saying, This battle is mine. I want you to be still. And what did I do? I obeyed. Had to be quiet. This when I realized, I also asked counsel from Friends. One of my good friends said, you this—that now you realize in the corporate world, there are straw. The plastic, the there. they're there. You have to be careful. Months pass by. Wala lang. As if I didn't receive the text. Pag siya, Lord. I served him. I was faithful to my word. I was excellent. I continued to work for that company without anyone noticing." But I knew, he knew that he sent the text to me. Kaya lagi kong, sir, gusto mo kape? You know, a few months later, this is what happened. A few months later, I got promoted. And his boss became my boss. Although we were not in the same level. What made it funny was, and I remember saying, Lord, Iba You vindicated me. Nobody knew about the issue. I didn't have to talk to anyone. I didn't even have to talk to his boss. It just happened. I just had to allow God to do his work in the things that I couldn't see. And you know, when I got promoted, there was this one project, and I remember vividly my boss saying, um, I want you to head this project because our department that I got into, the newer one, is the first time. Parang wala pang ganon. So it's the first. And sabi niya, you know, we're still trying to learn the ropes here. I want you to head the project and I want you to have him help you. It was vindication. It was something that I felt, Lord, thank you, you are faithful. I didn't have to confront him. I continued to work. He was there, dead man, ma, na rin niya. And eventually we became good friends. So he thinks deva. <laughs> no, I I continue to Honor the guy. He's a, and I've forgiven him. And my point is, when God wants to reveal things to you through His will, we won't learn that unless we read the Word. We're going through a lot of situations in our lives, and I'm sure you know this. Latayo niyipinagdadanan. Nobody's exempted to troubles. Nobody's exempted to stress. Nobody is exempted through going through life and its troubles. But one thing is for sure, when God reveals His word to us, and if we know it's for us, all we have to do is obey. The problem is, do we actually seek the word of God? Do we actually look for it in Scripture? Do we actually seek Him and His will? It says the word of God reveals His will in our lives. That's His desire. That's why He speaks to us through His word. But we can't learn that if we don't read the word. Deuteronomy 29.29 says, The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things that are revealed belongs to us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of His laws. This is a word that is for us, for people who declare that we believe in Jesus, for people of God. There are a lot of things that He will not reveal, but one thing is for sure, He desires to reveal things that is for us. It's a very comforting verse. And I hope you see that. That you can declare this, Lord, I declare that this word is for me this year. Lord, when I read the scripture, you're going to reveal to me specifically what you want me to do, where you want me to go in this 2018. The word of God is alive. All we have to do is open the Bible and read it on a daily basis. The problem when we talk about necessity when you talk about basic, when we talk about the must-haves in life, we feel that it's a daily grind. It, it's, we experience it daily, right? We drink water daily, correct? We eat daily. And we, when we talk about the Word of God, when we say that it's a necessity, it feels like a routine. It feels like it's something that you need to do to survive. But you know what? There's something different about the Word of God. I like what one of the leaders shared to me before he left. Sabi niya, you know, the preaching was was good in the 5:30 but there's something na he wanted to add and I believe it was God who prompted him to tell me. And I believe this is the word of God for each and everyone. The problem is when we when we talk about necessity, it's so basic that we disregard it. Parang wala lang. So basic that it's like school, sabi niya. Since mga students pa. Probably for people also for work, to work. Di ba tomorrow, Monday, alam niyo yung feeling na, Lord, stop the clock. I want two hours more. We feel like there's no excitement because we're going back to the what we need. But you know what? The Word of God is something more exciting than that. We should be excited when we devour the Word. It's like attending a premiere of a great movie and you're excited, You're you're there early. Why? Because there's so much power in it it's going to affect your life. As I close, I want to share with you, even Jesus was saying this to the believers. It says in John 8, 31, So Jesus said to the Jews who believed, If you abide in my word, what does that mean? Abide means to stay, to remain. That's the question Jesus is asking each and every one of us. If you abide in my word, what will happen? You will truly be my disciple." 2018 is starting. We are on the 14th day. Are we going to end it not in the word or do you desire to abide in the word of God? You know the word of God is necessary in a life of us believers. We need this. And there's two ways to respond to the word today. Number 1, it's the response in saying, "Lord, ganda pala talaga ng word. alam, Eto palay power ng Bible. I never thought it that way. Lord, thank you." That it's available to me and I can read it daily. I can wake up early and read it daily. That's the first response. And the second response is, Lord, sorry, I never took Your word seriously. I thought it's just a compilation of stories. I thought it was a fiction book. I thought it's something that would make me sleep. Lord, I'm sorry if this is the concept that I have of Your word. You know, regardless of our response to the word today, this is my challenge to each and everyone. Let's just have that gratitude and say, "Lord, thank you that it's only the beginning of January and we can recommit our lives to you." You just heard a podcast from Victory. For more messages like these and to access other resources, please visit victory.org.ph or like our page on Facebook at facebook.com/victoryph.